Can we explain the break? Or is that just something we're just going to move past? It's up to you. It was a one-day break that turned into a two-day break that turned into a two-week break. I don't know. It just happened. Uh, it all happened so quickly. And it really, time moves really quick. Yeah. And especially when you're just, like, not editing and just, like, not putting out a show. So. All of a sudden, he blinked and... All of a sudden, it was too realized that really got out of hand fast. Well, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But here we are. We, we did it. We're on the other side. We're back. I, it wasn't you planned, so there was no way of like telling people what was going on. Because I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, in that time, I came up with this... Uh, funny sort of correlation is that a correct word i think that's a word yeah between disc golf and wrestling so uh a lot of like the old wrestling stars were besides like football nico? stars who besides, besides nico yeah nico's wrestling yeah nico wrestles only because we say he does oh okay <laughs> um the, a lot of the big wrestling stars were big football stars Back in like the day, or not football stars, they like you know, football stars at their high school or whatever, yeah. And they weren't good enough to make it to like NFL or anything like that, so then they went into wrestling. I feel like it's something that we watched in disc golf, you know, we've seen a lot of baseball players, um, kind of get into, into, into disc golf after they realized that, um, either they weren't interested in taking it that far or they weren't quite good enough to take it that far, definitely. And the thing I think was like the big um, turning point for wrestling was it was kids wanting to, you know, instead of growing up and wanting to be like the star football player is they then wanted to be, you know, the rock or stone cold Steve Austin or whatever. And now we're seeing that with kids today, they grow up and instead of wanting to be the basketball star, they want to be the Paul McBeths and the Ricky Wysockis of the world. And... I don't know if I had a main point for this or not, or if well, I just thought like, it was interesting. It's an interesting observation. Just, uh, yeah. Well, and uh, maybe how, like, you know, we could move our sport forward. Yeah. So I, yeah, I think is is it's kind of it was supposed to kind of lead into my talk about which I didn't even write it down, but my talk about what the junior masters world looks like this year. Um, there was tons of people there, and so we're right on the edge of being, you know, it's just, yeah, it's like one more stepping stone to be that much more of, of a, a like a sport, serious sport, yeah. We're a real sport. We're <laughs> we're real boys. Yeah. Um. So, and I think also I'd wanted to just say like, if you're in your community, if you see kids rather it be you know your friends kids or just you know like local kids make sure they know they're invited out because that is gonna push them to want to play even farther or even more we have my friend has two kids that he brings with them to leagues and the girl is just as good as some of the guys out there so and she's like 12 yeah it's pretty cool how you don't have to be a huge person to be able to throw well. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's Cass City, so it's kind of like an equalizer course. You just need to get it close to the basket. 
and it's not very far. Yes. But even that, she can she can park off the hill, which, you know, that that's an accomplishment for most men. For sure. You know, most adult men are, are pretty excited about it, so it's even more exciting for her. It's huge. Yeah, so... And if you have kids yourself, do everything you can to get them into disc golf young, because that's what we're going to see more... M- now more than ever is p- kids training specifically for disc golf not just like athletic kids but kids who are actually training like Gannon Burr who's been playing disc golf since what I think 13 he said with like hundreds of putts a night yeah that's that's the type of stuff that that any kid is gonna have to be up against at some point but only only do it if they like it don't force something that they don't force like your dreams on your kid yeah like it sounds it's all it sounds great to like go disc golfing with your kid but which it is but don't yeah don't force him into something he he's not interested in or she or she yes that's no it. means that's, no that's my tangent so good tangent wrestling something about wrestling man something 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 wrestling head on over to our teespring use code oh no for free shipping DiscBaron.com. Use code ONO for 10% off. ONO10. ONO10? Fuck. Fuck. That's close. ONO20 going on over at FrictionGloves.com, we think. Pretty sure. 80% sure. And that'll get you 20% off, hopefully. Pretty sure. If ours doesn't work, use Trash Pandas. Yep. That's what, if like Trash Panda still has his code, I'm sure they like. I'm sure. Even if they're like, if they gave us it, they're probably not gonna like take it take off. Take it away. Yeah. Oh, yeah just like, yeah, cool. I should definitely message them. I still haven't done that. What <laughs> <laughs> happened? I don't know, man. Time is just crazy. It just keeps going forward. It's weird. It doesn't and, stop um, for anything. I know, right? And then you die. <laughs> yeah then they throw you in the ground and who <laughs> knows what happens after me. that just throw me in the trash did you already say that I probably said that I just said let the raccoons eat me oh okay speaking of the opposite of trash along with the uh, junior world championship there was also the master world championship going on this past weekend I want to give a shout out to Mike Schiller, who got eighth in amateur 40. So that's pretty cool to be against. I know it's not everyone in the world, but to, you can technically say that, right? Because it was Master Worlds. Yeah. yeah. You can say world champion if you win. So, Yeah. Also, quick shout out or congratulations to Joe Revere, Owen Scoggins, and Johnny McRae for winning their respectable respectable divisions can't speak words owns on a tear yeah she's uh dude i i want to be own scoggins when i grow up if if i said that on the podcast i'm pretty sure you said that on the podcast yeah (laughs) dude i think every time she's playing good i'm just like that's who i want to (laughs) be she's just she's funny on the course she plays amazing and she's competing against people that most, you know, most of the times after you're 40, people probably consider you kind of, you know, uh, as an outlier. But she's still just, just destroying. And she's extremely 
professional and a yeah. nice, genuine person. Yeah, I seen a post that, that said like, uh, "Owen Scoggins will beat you by making like all the smart decisions." And and I'm like, well, yeah, but she's also just really good. <laughs> so it's easy to make smart decisions when you're good, I guess. I think I think just because like she doesn't have like incredible distance, right? But everything I else would is I incredible. would call her her distance with her forehand pretty incredible. It's not like you know like MPO, but but I mean no one's going to be out driving eagle or. In like, uh, there's like one guy who's like famous for for how far he can throw forehand. He's got to go. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, she's not going to be throwing as far as any of those any of those guys. But I think for her forehand, I think she's got to be in yeah. the top. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Forehand, forehand for sure. Yeah, and it's just nasty. God, she's nasty with that forehand. She probably she doesn't just putt forehand while she's at it. She'd probably be pretty good at it. <laughs> just a little. Sidearm slinging them in there. You want to talk about your injuries? Sure. Maybe that helped contribute to the break. It did. <laughs> uh, it, it completely did. Uh, I my wrist has been really hurting, and it's been a pain to like be on a computer for a long period of time or do anything. So, yeah. I always feel too. It's like hard to want to talk disc golf when you're not playing disc golf too. It really is. I, I'm. I hate being hurt. For how He's much? Hurt a lot. For how much I've hurt myself in my life, like I really hate it. It's just annoying. So, uh, yeah. just um, dealing with a sprained wrist that I have been having a brace on my right wrist, and still kind of dealing with the ribs just a little bit. But they're pretty much all healed up. So he's been trying to play disc golf in a brace. I and have. He's been telling me it's been his best game ever. So fantastic. Right? <laughs> I've been shooting so well. Didn't just shoot five over today. It's okay. Yeah. I shot ten over the other day without a brace. I mean, it is kind of like sometimes like it's like, shit, I'm actually, I'm, I'm B minus with the brace on. Yeah. Ooh. And that's like, oh, no, you were just just lucky. Oh. Like, like it all just lined up that one time, you know? Uh, That's what what just disc golf is for me in general. It just all lines up that one time. I don't know. I guess it, like, you know, takes... It took my numbers from, like, pretty pretty okay to, like, I feel like a beginner again in terms of, like, how, how I'm scoring. It's bad. So what you need to do is get into a uh, a league with um, handicaps. You know, start a league with handicaps right now, and then you come out That's after you're all healed up. A strategy Frickin- that I, you you need to be quiet about because I, that is happening. No, you're doing it. Well, we're gonna ha- probably have handicaps going on, and it'll be based off of our old stuff. Anyway. Oh, it'll be based off all your old stuff too. Yeah, just like our old, you know, her rounds. I I don't know. I don't know exactly how we're gonna do it. Gotcha. So you can't cheat the system if they take off your old stuff. I was saying go join one. You know, like that uh, one that's already. You know. Yeah. Lose a couple couple times and right. It has don't been do that. that'd be rude. Don't don't be. 
it has been a, you know, a little bit learning for me to like lose a lot because I've been oh. losing a lot. Does Will beat you now? He's beaten me a couple times. Yeah, it's tough, dude. <laughs> does he rub it in your face, or is he like no? Nah, really he about he it? gets it. <laughs> yeah, but does he talk to you into throwing left-handed yet? He's tried. He's like switching. Yeah, just like get, give just up like, your right hand. Just chop it off. Look left and never go back. But my left one's so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's how I feel. I feel like my left wrist is like a pile of trash. That's on fire. My right one's yeah. just a pile of trash. Left one's yeah, on fire. I feel like my left hand is the is like the one guy's hand from a scary movie too. Um, maybe you never uh, seen that. Uh, nope. No. All right. People people who have seen it will know. And I'm not don't even have to say the reference. Just scary movie too. You get it. Waiter. You get it. They'll understand. What's up? <laughs> you know that part? I know that part. Is that oh, that movie? I think that's scary movie. I think that's one. a Burger King commercial. I think it's scary movie. I think it's a Burger King commercial. It might have been a Burger King commercial too, but I'm pretty sure it's a Burger King commercial. So any any guess on when you'll be back full, hundred percent or mm, a couple weeks? Uh, probably a month. Uh, probably a month. Yeah, I don't know. Weeks to... I I feel like I have a pretty good range of motion now after isolating it and immobilizing it. Right. It's just uh, not you know succumbing to the temptation of yeah hurting myself. <laughs> Again, uh, right, keep the brace right on longer than you feel you need it. That's, I want to take it off so badly. Mm-hmm. That's well, definitely why casts are like better on you permanently. Yeah, I don't or like know. Semi, semi permanently. <laughs> I've broken many of my casts off. <laughs> I mean, yeah, me too, but like at least, um, <laughs> you know. It's definitely more difficult to get off than like the pl- the plastic shit that I've been dealing right. with. You can literally take it off whenever you want. It's literally made right. to be easy to put on take and it easy off. to take off. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a piece of shit too. So I'm getting a new one tomorrow. Gotcha. It has fallen apart. So what's harder, driving or putting? Putting, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I drive a stick too. So, ah, nice. Yeah. So hurting myself is just so great. And a scooter, and pretty soon an electric bike. Yeah, yep. Or did you get that. rid of the scooters since that's what you hurt yourself on? No, I I like I like the scooters. Catch me scooting, scooter yang. I scoot every day. Yeah, you said earlier, ran up to the store. No, scooted up to the store. Yeah, I don't run. He's I don't even don't walk. <laughs> I scoot. Yep. Um, they call yeah, me so the, the scooter. <laughs> All right. Do you uh, get any any funny videos of you throwing with your brace on? I I mean, it just looks like I'm trying too hard. You still throw really hard with it, or try? To, oh, you know it, it. doesn't oh, work. Oh, oh, hundred percent. Every time, <laughs> every sh- every shot. <laughs> yeah. It's all nose up. Every single shot I've ever thrown in the brace on. <laughs> oh no. I can't, you can, like. I can't bend my wrist to like right bend it to to, get, to help the nose down. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's everything is nose up. 
Yep. Um, That's rough. It's it's fine. (laughs) I have the most fun. No, no, it doesn't sound like it. It does not sound very fun at all. I gave up caring quite a while ago. Hopefully never have to do that ever in my life. It's been a challenge. I Uh, challenge anyone out there. Get one of the braces that, like, it covers your entire palm with, like, that piece of metal. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. Every time you move your hand, it's just, like, a piece of metal jutting into your fucking hand. Do that, and then try and play disc golf. It's it's great. I mean, really, you could probably go out and buy, like, wrist guards that you would use for rollerblading, and it'd be pretty similar. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Same kind of feel. Well, I'm not going to do that, so... Good luck, Yeah, because, I mean, it's something. Yeah. I guess if I ever ever get my hands stuck in a brace during a tournament. I probably would have given up on the brace and thrown left-handed by now. (laughs) Or just give up. I might have given up altogether on throwing, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I probably should have. But, you know, I'm stupid, and I do... Stupid things like uh, that. Catch me in about a month, probably. <laughs> With uh, we'll see. No brace. I've 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 thrown a couple shots without it, like tr- you know, one Just one day, mm-hmm. and then I threw like two yesterday. I haven't thrown any today without it. So, I mean, we were talking. Maybe maybe you should practice that kick putt in case you yeah, do. A kick putt, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, we're gonna figure it out. I mean, Big Germ has pretty good. You have to look it up. He does it with the polecat at the polecat world championships. He just tries a little kick putt. Just like, I did have a it. funny video actually. Thinking about you it did? now. All right. Yeah. Well, did we'll you have... see, not see me do the the trout the steak the revival catch frisbee? Yeah. Catch fris- yeah. Uh, I didn't entire it. round with that. Oh, I didn't see. I was didn't see your brace on though. Oh yeah. Oh, I must have missed that. It's because I'm wearing a glove. It just blends in. Forgot about that part. But yeah, trout steak revival. I had to figure out how to throw a disc with the brace on first. So the frisbee. That first throw looked pretty decent. It's, it was like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, it was short, but that's what you expect out of a frisbee. That's all I got. That was like 100% though. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I go to throw a Frisbee for the first time after like not for a while, they all mine just want to turn into the ground because I'm trying to throw them like a disc and not a Frisbee. I, I suck at both. (laughs) I should have got into something else, but here we are. It's too late for that now. There you go. In a couple of years, it'll just be kids kicking my ass again. No matter, no matter what I switch. No to matter what point. sport I do, <laughs> or or, th- or anything, anything I do, it's actually kind of freeing. I just try my best. I know I'm gonna fail. It's great. Well, there you go. We gotta scrap that mentality. Can't be knowing you're gonna fail. Gotta at least have some sort of hope. Well, now the brace on. Mm, okay. Well. All right, but that's enough brace talk. <laughs> In the small time we've been gone, we have seen three amazing tournaments, or I have seen. I don't know if Kyle watched anything. I haven't watched a single minute. 
We had I'm Haley King winning the U.S. Women's Disc Golf Championship. Those are, I think, it's her first win of the year. So pretty, pretty nice one to to show up to and win. That's awesome. And we were really wrong on our predictions that we made in that episode. No, really bad. Yeah, we. Well, you you were pretty good. I think Owen Scoggins got third. So top. He had, yeah, he had that I, one. But I speak for yourself. I got weird with mine. What did you say? What did you say? Oh, I said uh, Valerie Manduahano and Ella Hansen and maybe Cat Merch. I predicted for first, second, and third in no particular order. Yeah. So did not go. Well. Oh, I think Val. Val got second, so something, but no one else played very good. I'm proud. And it's okay. I'm proud of that. We'll get them next time. Um, we also had Idlewild, which is one of mine and Kyle's favorite tournaments. Um, it's very heavily wooded, so it's very challenging for everybody. But like every, like someone could shoot 18 down there because all the sh- holes are scorable, but it's so wooded to do that is just like insane. You'd have to get like no tree kicks or no bad tree kicks. Just, yeah, just get lucky. Yeah. So we had uh, Isaac Robinson taking home the win on the MPO side and Katrina Allen taking home the win on the FPO side. And we had the two hottest rounds ever shot at Idlewild this year. It was Isaac Robinson first, and then Paul McBeth shot him, shot one stroke better the next day on the final day to shoot up like, I don't know, 10 spots. And uh, the finish was the exact opposite of it was last year. Isaac Robinson had like a five stroke lead, whereas last year it was going to be, it was like so close to being like a five way tie. I want to know how many times Paul Macbeth has like walked away from a tournament with the record that was broken that weekend too, you know, like, yeah, um, they were trying to talk about that on, on coverage to try to figure it out. And no one could come up with a concrete number. Um, but yeah, I, I would honestly just be interested to Eric hear how many the numbers. course records. We'll catch you next week. Uh, Paul Macbeth has in, just like, you know, in, in general, just like how many times has he gone out and shot a course record anywhere? Not even, it doesn't have to be at a tournament. I want to know. Uh, that's another thing is like how many times has Paul Macbeth then beaten the guy who b- broke that record at this, like in, in that, that week? Yeah, right. That, Cause it's happened. No. Couple times, yeah, at least yeah. a couple times at that I've noticed. And yeah, it's he, just like, what the hell? Paul Macbeth is back to that like McBeast Sunday dude. He's just like, because he wasn't even like in contention for. I mean, he was gonna cash, but he was never gonna like. There's no way to win unless he shot like somehow a aced every hole. Which, if there was one person to do it, yeah, right. He would. He would be the one. But it was almost like everybody would be saying he has magnets in his discs. Yeah, it'd be like the Tom Brady. Tom, Tom, oh, yeah. Uh, deflate gate. Deflate gate. Yeah. We haven't had it. <gasps> Top five scandals that would that would ruin the career of disc golfers. Or, uh, you know. We'll have to start doing, be, we'll have to start doing some. Uh, yeah, I'll have to start doing some, some research or, or get creative for next week. We're going to forget. Let's be real. I'll write it down. Jot that down. Jot that down. Jot that down. <laughs> After this. We also had the first ever Disc Golf Pro Tour event in Norway. 
this year. It was the PCS Sula Open. It was played on two different courses. The courses were like almost what I think of as like a perfect course. Uh, the second one, especially the the second course, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Finger Dinger Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> It's a family farm that a pair of brothers has continued to work on since 2013. And they just invite like pros that are in the area to come out and try it out and see what they think. And they keep adding to it and making it better and making it better. They said at one point, wherever there was grass used to be just be like dirt and mud. And, you know, they've planted grass so they have fairways. It's probably the closest thing to what a golf course, like the... A golf course to a disc golf course. Like, you know, it's it's not a disc golf course on a golf course, but it's... Does that make sense? It does. It's like the closest we'll ever get to like a... It sounds very similar to Bear Mountain. Maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because you, you were saying it's just like private owned private property. Owned, and the guys changed just, it a yeah. lot over time. There's like 36 baskets on the property. Yeah, no, this property was absolutely insane. I'm pretty sure it's home to the... Uh, world's largest disc golf basket too that's cool so that's kind of cool yeah but it plays like kind of not along a mountainside but like a hillside so there's a lot of elevation change a lot of like perfect kind of perfectly carved fairways a lot of like i don't know perfectly made two shot holes you know like you have and it's not like you have to throw two perfect shots but you have to throw two good shots to at least have a putt at it you know it's not like just this crazy wide open fairway that you can do anything you want with it. Love it. Uh, there was instances because they, you know, they didn't want to take out more trees than they had to. So there was instances where there were so many trees that the only view of the shot that the person was trying was the drone view as someone's like trying to throw like a grenade over the top or whatever. So that was like really kind of cool to see. Yeah. So that's like dream course. To go play at some point, if I if I ever could work up the courage to go to Norway, yeah, fly here first. I'm scared. He's scared. His arms will be so tired. And the first course too, it was it was good. It was kind of like a in like a looked like a public park. It looked like it maybe used like the in infield from a not a baseball, but like inside of a track. As like part of it, so there was some like kind of boring holes, and they use you know made like artificial out of bounds to make it tough. But they also did a lot of good stuff with water and other design features, natural ob. So anyway, Greg Barsby took home the win, and Annika Steen won the FPO. Um, there was not a very big FPO field still. Congratulations! He beat uh, Greg Barsby beat Yakub. In a one-hole playoff. Oh, the the, the final score was uh, 15 under after four days of disc golf. So that is wildly different than what you would see out here. Yeah, huge, hugely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, uh, the at Idlewild the weekend before, Isaac Robinson averaged 11 under each day. And so, yeah, it, and it, it was cool because... What, after the first day, James Conrad was in first, and then after the second day, Eric Oakley was in first, and then after the third day, Yakub, I think, was in first, and then they tied it up to, to take it to a playoff. So, yeah, check it out. Um, it's on Disc Golf Network. I don't know who did post-produced. That's it. 
and count us down. A three, two, one. Top five. Oh, yeah. For our top five this week, we picked the top five distance drivers you should check out if you are either one, just getting into distance drivers, like finally graduating to them, or if you're slowing down and maybe getting older and you need something to help you get that little bit extra distance. Hell yeah. Starting off with number number five, we pick the Nuke SS, um, 13 speed, super, probably, no, not quite the most understable on the list, but pretty, it's pretty, pretty damn dang close. flippy, depending on the plastic. Yeah. Um, but it's really, it's, I mean, it's so easy to just like flip, flip up and get a full S line out of it. As long as you can't throw it into a headwind. Trust me. Yeah, you'll, <laughs> Don't you'll even learn. try. If there's a headwind there, real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you'll find out. You'll find it out for yourself for sure. But uh, definitely a good one to try out. You can usually, they're pretty easy to find usually. And It's a fun disc to learn how to shape. The, yeah, just if they're new to distance drivers or easy way to get a little bit extra distance to move to something a little bit more flippy. Yeah, definitely fun to throw. Not something that... I don't know if I'd ever be in my bag full time. It's like a almost like a utility disc. The number four would be the turn. This Kyle's is my specialty team for a while. Loved the turn. Still love the turn. It's a little bit more controllable than the uh, Nuke SS, and but still retains like a good amount of flippiness, depending on the plastic. Again, yeah. it's so dependent on the plastic. Yeah. Even if you have a, a decently big arm, if you pick up like one of the new Halo turns, those things still have quite a bit of stability to them where you can really crank on them and, and get like, max distance out of it. True story. If you're one of them young guys who's has who's, a bit more power. Who can throw far. Yeah. Not me. Not me either. <laughs> Um, but if if you are an older guy or have slower slower speed arms and those G stars and even like a, a nicely lightly seasoned star has like enough it has a, they have enough integrity that you don't have to worry so much about turning and burning them so hard. But also still, they have a, um, some easy. champion that comes out pretty stable. No, I've never thrown the champions. Those are the only ones I haven't thrown. This champ. There are two different ones that are pretty good. Um, number three, I have very specifically an S-Line DDX. The Champion DDXs and most other plastics of them are very overstable compared to an S-Line. Um, I have DDXs that are almost as overstable, if not more overstable, than some of my PD2s. So, don't recommend Champion. The S-Line ones are perfect for just like a, a replacement not a replacement but like a step up from a like an fd or like a thunderbird for like a dead straight they're just they're literally just dead straight with like minimal fade at the end they're hard to find though but if you you know somebody who's got one try it out i would or not recommend steal from eric no uh i keep I keep my s lines pretty close steal 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 <laughs> I don't know if they made a, a G-Line one. I'd be interested in trying out a G-Line DDX. That'd be cool. 
don't know if that's a thing. I dig it. Have to ask my buddy. Get him to make one. Oh, I gotta remake the DDX completely. I think the uh I'm pretty sure the turn or the DDX is the turn's bottom, like the bottom part of the mold with like the Anheuser top or something. That's weird. That's I think. a weird thing to think about. Yeah. They're also uh the DDX is, is very thin compared to like the 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 depth of the disc is very thin compared to a lot of other ones. So definitely I recommend this one as something that you can feel before buying. This one's a crowd favorite, the next one, I think. I think so. Number two, we did the G-Star Wraith. I mean, Wraith is a good disc pretty much no matter what, but G-Star has that little bit more understability. Um, but with it being a Wraith, it's just super controllable, super easy to throw, and the G-Star plastic, I always big fan of that All kind of, of that. gummy gumminess. It beats in super nicely. Mm-hmm. It takes hits really well. Yeah, yeah, and I think too with uh, any of these, if you get any of the distance drivers in like that, uh, that gummy premium plastic, I don't know what they all are, but well, I guess it's mostly G. It skips that little bit less at the end too. Like it still skips because it's a high speed driver, right. but it it, but it absorbs some of that impact. Then I totally then agree. Champ, yeah, so. it's not just gonna like skip insanely hard. Yep, but hopefully. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the plan. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Last one, we're going to space with the astronaut. I was just gonna say it's by Discmania. I picked it up last summer, and it's yeah, been a part so. of my bag ever since. It's incredibly flippy. Whole lot of fun to just see how far you can throw it. Sometimes it gets absolutely insane, but that's what happens when you go to space. Yeah, you can literally throw it as if you were like throwing a mid-range or a fairway driver and it just like flips up and glides forever. It's insane. It it's it's a good disc. I have not thrown it full power yet to to try that out. I've only thrown it like lightly just to see like how much distance I can get out of throwing it lightly. Um, it's a also, fun disc to throw hard. You can usually find them pretty cheap. They're not like a super expensive disc. They're what's the active line by Discmania, which aren't super sought after. But and they but made they them beat in super nicely, and yeah. they are really cheap. It's great. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, if you're gonna try out anyone, it probably start there because of how cheap they, how easy and cheap they are to find, and how flippy they are. Like they're just great for a beginner. Lower arm speed. Go. It'll go so far for you. Um, just I'm gonna name off some other other ones that are probably just as good, but I just don't throw them. But uh, there's a beast. There's mambas. Um, if you don't feel like you're quite ready to get to like the tens and elevens and twelve speeds, you could even get like a roadrunner. Um, not really a distance driver, but you know whatever. Do Technically, whatever you're be. comfortable with. Yeah. I know. Then they changed the numbers around, and they added it in the control driver, and there's there's just too much. So, but I will always recommend Roadrunner or Shrikes. Shrikes are really good too. Yeah, Shrike too. There's just there's too many. Those there's are a, there's a lot. We pick the ones that we have the most experience with, as we should. Well, I hope you enjoyed the top five. That was the top five. <laughs> <laughs>
did it, Eric. We did it. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode 75. Hopefully you guys, I don't want to say hope you guys missed us, but hopefully you're happy we're back. Right? We, we miss you. So well, look forward to seeing us again or hearing us again next week or something. And, uh, or sometime. <laughs> I don't even remember what my... What's your out- outro line? I don't remember. <laughs> Mine's, we'll see you guys next you week. Flip ah, you did it. Do it. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Good job, Eric. <laughs> it just like <laughs> popped in my head. <laughs>